Hello and welcome to another episode of Dr. Fix Me. I am, as always, Dr. Elias Fix Me, your host, and welcome to the show. If this is your first time, we're glad to have you. Uh, this show is all about helping people. I'm just trying to help this world out one person, one issue at a time. And that's why I have a doctorate in radio and television broadcasting with an emphasis in tabloid talk shows. Because my heroes growing up were the likes of uh, Jerry Springer, uh, Ricky Lake, Sally Jesse Raphael, uh, Phil Donahue, uh, Geraldo Rivera, and uh, Maury Povich. And you know what? Throw Oprah in there too. Why not? Because they spent their lives using their TV shows to help people. Every single day they helped a new person. And I thought, well, I don't have a TV show, but I do have a podcast and access to the internet, which gives me access to people from all over the world. And I get to see, uh, I get to meet them, see what, what ails them, and see what, uh, what, in what ways I can help them. And sometimes I'm not able to help them, and so I bring on experts in various fields uh, who are able to uh, pitch in and contribute and, and help these people uh, get on the, the path to, uh, I guess, a better health. So that's uh, that's the simple purpose of this show. And on today's show, we have uh, two guests who uh, who are, are are upset. My producers have connected me with uh, Jerry and... Am I getting this right? Is it really... The Creamer? My producers are telling me, yes, it is. We've got Jerry and the Creamer as our guests. Welcome to Dr. Fix Me, Jerry and the Creamer. Yo, what up? Yo, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Elias. Grr. Oh, we're upset. Whoa. Oh, okay. Well, first off, uh, thank you for being on the show. And uh, just to, for clarity, my for my sake of clarity, uh, or clarity on my sake, could you please uh, tell me who is Jerry and who is the Creamer? Yo, yo, this is Jerry. I'm the creamer. That's oh, the okay. Creamer. All right. I, hi, Jerry. Hi, creamer. I, I, no, I cannot tell. I, I can't because you're both are dressed identically. That's why I can't. I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's how we roll. Mm -hmm. Okay. Solid you... green morph suits. That's what we wear. <laughs> Solid green morph suits. That's what they are. Okay. I see. And now is this, it's, is this because are you in a band? Are you some sort of duo? What what is uh, explain the get up here, please, for the listener? Why are you both dressed alike, Jerry and the Creamer? Street performers. Mm-hmm. You ever seen those statue guys on the street? Oh yeah, look, they'll be painted gold or, or silver, and they wear like suits and hats, and they just remain still for for hours on end, and people take the selfies with them all the time. Yeah. Right. We're the we're the green ones that you see out on the street. You know, you can. You can you can key us out of your picture. You can put whatever you want. It's just it's fifteen dollars to take a picture with both of us out on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes oh, I on Rodeo Drive, wherever we'll be. So you're basically just covered head to toe in green screen. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I see. I see. But you, I, I'm able to, to see your faces, which is really the only way I, I can identify that you are, in fact, individuals and not the same person. Right. I'm the creamer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the I'm creamer. Jerry. Okay. We've added our faces digitally onto the, onto the suits. Oh, right wait. So the face that I'm seeing isn't your face? This is a, some, uh, 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 it's been superimposed? No, that's movie magic. That is movie oh, magic. Oh, right wow. It's amazing what you can do with Zoom these days. Okay. So, uh, tell me, uh, Jerry and the Creamer, why are you upset? I, I, I heard a grr earlier. What, what's, what's ruffling your feathers, so to speak? <laughs> we are getting evicted from our living space. Our domicile. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, describe to me where you are, by the way. I'm having, it's a little fuzzy. I'm not sure if you have that fuzzy filter where everything behind you gets blurred out, but I'm, I'm unable to see where you are. Describe your uh, living uh, quarters, I guess. What, what kind of place is this? Well, it's a storage unit a what? at U-Haul. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, okay. We got, I, we got the small one. 
Wow. We did, we did have a condo, but times are tough for the street performers right now. Mm-hmm. So that one, that singular light I see above you, that's your only light in, the, in that storage unit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also cooks our food as well. What? How, how do you eat food from a light bulb? Well, how you that hold co- it real close. Yeah, just hold it close for a few hours and you get a nice hot sandwich. I lift up Jerry. He's He gets mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. The creamer's real agile. Oh my goodness. Wow. So that, that's got to be quite a feat, the creamer, to, for you to be able to hoist up Jerry like that all the way up to the, the light bulb. It's not that big of a light bulb. It's I mean, it's a fluorescent bulb. It's very small. A singular you know, flickering fluorescent bulb. I think we probably expend more energy cooking the food than we actually get from the food itself, which is a problem. Oh, yeah. No, you you definitely don't want to spend more than you're taking in. That could lead to some serious health issues if you're not getting enough nutrition. Uh, so what you're, what's with this eviction? And, and by the way, I'm, I'm not sure that you're allowed to live in a storage unit. How did you get yourself into that predicament in the first place? Well, again, times are tough. <laughs> times are tough. I mean, you've seen that economy. Oh, yeah. No, no. Things are crazy right now. Uh, yeah, it's, it is a wild world out there. Um, so, uh, so how, uh, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you, how long have you been in the, the storage unit? Well, it's... When, when did we sign the lease? When was the contract? You signed a lease to get into a storage unit? Mm-hmm. Well, the contract, yeah. Uh, yeah, the storage unit contract, maybe four or five oh, years ago. Oh, I see. Ago. So the, the <laughs> lease itself was to store things, but they didn't know you were planning on storing yourselves. Mm-hmm. But I then see. Dawn found out. Mm-hmm. Dawn? Yeah. Oh, I see. And is Don is the one evicting you? Mm-hmm. So she's who, a divorced lady who lives in the unit next to ours. Wait, Don is a divorced lady who oh lives in the storage unit right next to you. You mm-hmm. share Times a are tough. You share a wall. Mm-hmm. And a sliding cage door as well. You you share a sliding cage door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. All right. So all right. So Don is a divorcee. But so, but is Don the one trying to evict you? No, she just found out about us living here, and oh. then she snitched on us, and we ain't gonna snitch on her. So no, snitches get stitches. So uh, uh, you're saying that a tenant who Ill- lives illegally next to you snitched on you for living illegally next to them. Mm-hmm. I think she wants our space. I think she wants our unit. She's been eyeing it for years. We got a nice space. We do. Okay. Well, tell me about about this eviction. When did you get served this eviction? What's uh, what are the parameters of it? I guess. Get out ASAP. Mm-hmm. It was about fifteen minutes ago. Oh goodness! Wow. And how did you uh, receive this? Was it uh, given to you personally? Well, there was a loud bang on the door, and then what's the land? What's the? And then we oh, dropped our egg that we were trying mm-hmm. to cook. Egg everywhere. <laughs> egg everywhere. Oh man, egg we on had to you. We up what we could, eat it off the floor. Oh no. Mm-hmm. But they were saying, "Get out! Get out!" Mm-hmm. So, oh, I see. But, and so what, I guess, well, I understand that you're being convicted. I, I guess I, I'm getting a clearer idea of your problem. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We're not being convicted yeah, here. Not yet, at least. I'm sorry. Did I say convicted? I meant evicted. I'm so sorry. I meant evicted. Wrong. Ooh. So no, sorry about that. What, what, what I meant to say, Jerry and the Creamer, is that, um, or I guess what I meant to ask is, what do you want from me? How can I help you with an eviction? Well, we know that you're good at skirting the law, and we know that you're good at weaseling your way in and out of things. We thought maybe you could help us, you know, find some loopholes or something to stay in our unit. 
Okay, what makes you think I know how to skirt the law? What makes you think I'm aware of any loopholes in the law? Well, we've been listening to your show. Yeah, and I mean, you just give off that vibe, me just looking at you. What? Wait, what, what do you... How, you, you, you... I don't understand this at all. What makes you think that I would want to help you break the law? What? What? Well, you, you just look really skeevy. Yeah, you know, you always got that suitcase with like <laughs> one like pant leg hanging out of it and a paper or two. I mean, that's just a guy who's always on the run. No, I I, I like to dress well. I I, I wear a pantsuit. I, I that that's not anything wrong with that. And besides, you you made this judgment now watching me, but you this is a podcast. You, you don't people don't see this. They they hear it. You're. You just made this judgment now with just meeting me. Well, look, I'm we, sorry we revealed it to your listeners, but... Well, I'm sorry, I'm not going to help you skirt the law. If you're being evicted, I'm, I'm afraid I, I can't prevent that from happening. That's not within my power. Well, um, we'd also like to get revenge on Dawn, because she broke the storage... on her. She broke the storage unit, the storage unit code, which is you never snitch on your fellow illegal... What, what occupants. occupants yeah you never snitch on your fellow illegal occupants okay all right we'll yeah. see now there there's something i may be i might be able to help with bridge this gap between you and your your neighbor although it sounds like this gap between you is going to get even further when you eventually get evicted and uh, i'm i'm curious what, what, what to address the eviction what are you going to do if, you, if you're supposed to be evicted immediately are you are you and I see that you're still there. You're still at the storage unit. What are your plans? Are you going to leave? Are you going to fight this? What's 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 the next move? Well, that's what we need help with. <laughs> you don't know what to do? You just got served this, this notice 15 minutes you. ago. Yeah. Okay, I see. You're processing it now. No, that's, that's fine. That's quite all right. I just wanted to know where we're at in this process. So 15 minutes ago, you got served an eviction notice, and then you called me in a desperate attempt to figure out what to do next. You've got your your neighbor, Dawn, who's apparently uh, the reason you were uh, evicted. She, she apparently outed you. We're going to learn more about uh, her, I believe. Um, wow, okay. You know what? My... Uh, I think it's important that we do hear from your from your neighbor now. While while we've been talking, Jerry and the Creamer, my producers have been connecting me with uh, your neighbor Don, uh, the divorcee. We're gonna learn more about her. Uh, so without any further ado, let's bring on the next guest. Uh, you're on with Doctor Fix Me, Don, the divorcee. Doctor Fix Me. Oh, I am so honored. Long time listener, first time guest. I am so excited to be here. This is fantastic. Oh, welcome, Don. I'm glad to know that you're a fan of the show. Uh, so, uh, Don, uh, do you understand uh, what what's happening? Uh, I've got you. I, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, uh, I've got your neighbors here on the show, uh, Jerry and the Creamer. Well, of course, I've been listening, but I, I listened to every episode, so I was I was a little surprised to hear them, but not really. I mean, this has been a long time boiling. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time building up to this uh, this uh, cacophony, the this climax. This what's the word I'm looking for? Like. Uh, uh, I can't. It's when a big thing happens between three people. It's like it's that kind of thing that's going oh. on right now. So yeah, I'm not surprised to hear it on this show. But it's yeah, it's it's it is what it is. You know, idiot. So Don, t- the, Jerry and the Creamer say that you are the reason that they're getting evicted. Is is there any truth to that? What oh, what absolutely. happened? I, I'm 100 the reason they're being evicted. But this again, it's a it's a chain of reasons. One reason leads to another reason that leads to another reason. So this isn't the first reason in our chain of reasons between the three of us by any means. Uh, okay. This actually goes back to the streets uh, the s- where, where we all work. 
So wait, you're saying this is a work issue? How do you mean? What what work? Uh, well, so there's one corner that there's like, so we're all on Hollywood Boulevard, right? And there's space is really limited. There's a limited real estate on where you can sell your wares or perform your performs. And so where you can sell your wares or perform your performs. That's what they, they perform the performs. What I do is I sell my wares, which in this case is cat calendars. Now I, I do take pictures. I do have a Polaroid. I don't have, I'm not fancy with those digitals yet, but I do have a Polaroid and I, I take pictures of all the, the kitties in our trailers and in the alley behind us. And I make a calendar with that. And I sell that calendar on Hollywood Boulevard. But every time I go to, to get into my space to sell my calendars, there they are performing their performs. And I can't get in anywhere. I can't make any space to sell my, and I can't make a living because they've taken all the best spots and they're they're just they're just sucking all the money away from me. So like I have to I have to just very gently this is done with love. This is done with love that I am pushing them away from Hollywood Boulevard, from LA. Maybe they can there's so many other cities in this country where they could be performing their performance. They don't have to do it here and it's just gonna be a happy ending for everyone in the long run. I promise you. Okay, Don, I understand your your side of this issue. It sounds like they're they're a threat to your income, and so you had to you felt compelled to evict them from or to do something to get rid of them. But you said that you did this from love, and I just don't see how that's possible. I I, I call BS on that that claim that you did this out of love because it sounds like you want them as far away from you as possible. You said they can go to any city, but it sounds like you're you're just wanting to eliminate them. Like you, this sounds hey, sure, Doctor. Fix me. Eliminate is a strong word. That's a very strong. Word. That is a lot of force behind it. I'm not saying that I want to eliminate them. I'm saying I'm doing this to help them with their growth because they're going to go out. They're going to actually find that they can live in a bigger storage space. And can I move into their storage space? Yes. Does it smell like fresh eggs in their space, which I think is wonderful? Yes, that would be nice. To have a functional light bulb, that would be great. I don't have one. Um, But this is just they're going to be, I'm going to move a step up. They're going to move a step up. It is really going to be a win-win for everyone. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I mentioned the light. It's very dark where you are right now. I see like a sliver of light coming through. Is that like? A, is there like a, a hole in your ceiling or something? Yeah, there is a hole in my ceiling. And what I do so to cook my food is I have to hold my food to my ceiling the same time that they're cooking theirs. And like the radiant protons will go through my ceiling. So it takes me about twenty hours to cook a lean pocket. Wow, um, <laughs> twenty yeah. hours. How did you? That, that's not. That's not enough. You can't live like that. I can't, Doctor Fix me. I can't. It's it's a challenge. So it's it's really going to be the next step is for me to move in and for them to move out. Oh, okay. I see. And and well, Jerry and the Creamer. It sounds like your uh your suspicions were absolutely valid, and and you were right on. Don was the instigator, or she's the reason that you are getting evicted. Well, so what do you have to say about that, uh, Jerry and the Creamer? Her. All right. Look. First of all, Don is a rat bastard. Second of all, she Dawn, can't wow. perform a performance worth a uh, flip. Uh. That's Look, why she's jealous. If you had a problem with our performs, you take it up with the council. That has always been the rule. You took a work problem and made it personal. After all the times we had you over for stealing spaghetti. Mm-hmm. We got your damn calendar on the wall over here. Oh, I see that. You do have a calendar on there. Okay. It's uh, it's not the right month, but it's uh, it's up there. I see the oh, calendar. Oh, well, Okay. No, yeah, you, you uh, for the the listener, Jerry just violently ripped off the uh, cat calendar, and just tore it in half right in front of us. Okay, um, now 
Jerry, what are you going to do now that you know that d- the truth is uh, that Dawn is this way? And uh, those were harsh words calling her uh, a, a bastard or rat or bastard. a rat bastard. That's whew, that is harsh. Uh, are, are you going to move out? Are you going to fight Dawn? What's, what's happening here? What's the next move for you? I mean, yeah, we're going to fight Dawn. We're, we're not going down easy on this. Jerry and the creamer don't get knocked down easy. Mm-mm. Don, what are you prepared to do? Don, Don, Jerry, the creamer, you have the floor. Please. Don, you can come over anytime and cook your food. We've told you that. You don't need to weasel your way. You don't need to fix me, Dr. Fix Me Your Way, into our place just to get some cooked food. Okay, but how do I make a living? That still doesn't solve the problem where you're performing performance while I am just basically, I have to go down to Vine. I can't sell anything on Vine. You guys have got the premium location. And you know I can't go to the council because that's where my ex-husband lives. Yeah, let's let's talk about that council real quick. What is this council you speak of that, that monitors the, these jobs that you have, these street yeah. jobs? Is the there street a street council? Street a, street, a street job council? Yes, head by none other than John McSchwartz, my ex-husband. John McSchwartz is your John ex-husband. John McSchwartz. Okay. Third. I married both of them, the second and the third. So I'm double, double divorcee, but the third is the one that runs the council. And let's be honest, things are a little tense between us. It was not an amicable breakup at all. I mean, there was a lot of legal action and things are tense between us. It's lucky I'm still able to even work, uh, but to bring a grievance uh, to the council that he is on, it's just, it, it would be a disaster. I would be the one working in Albuquerque next week. Wow. And what, what was it, the name of this councilman again, the one who runs the council? John McSchwartz runs John the McSchwartz. So Street you, Job you, Council. And you married John McSchwartz and his father, John McSchwartz? Yes. Married the second and the third. The second and the third. So you're you're really done the double divorcee. Correct. But that's, wow. That's a mouthful. That, that is a mouthful. That, that is words upon words, and we don't have time yeah. for that for words. So just on the divorcee is fine. All right, well... Don, you've you've upset Jerry and the creamer. You have no uh, recompense for this. You have no uh, negative feelings, or, or you don't feel any remorse, I guess, for for what you've done to your neighbors here. Well, again, I can't feel remorse when it, it's a again, it's a chain of decisions. So it was not like uh, they. I appreciate the olive branches. I do. I do appreciate the spaghetti. The spaghetti has been delicious, but it's just it's not enough. It's not an, a woman can't live on spaghetti alone. That's all I'm saying. And again, this comes from a place of love. This is not me out hmm. to get them. This is just a, a progressive. It sounds like you're very much out to get them. They, they've they've shown you neighborly love. They've 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 extended these olive branches that you have confessed to, that you admit that they've attempted, and 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 but you admit that you've also just trying to push them away. I don't think that any of this has come from love. You might not know what love is, Don the divorcee. Now that I think about it. As many times as you've been divorced, the way that you're treating your neighbors. Five times. I know. Five times? I was so, I was undercutting. I, oh my goodness. Even more than the double divorcee. That's a a quintuple divorcee. That's five times the love. I don't know if that is accurate. That's one fifth the love. 
<laughs> okay, you know what? Before we get into semantics and fractions about love, let's take a hear a word from our sponsor. As you all know, this is Showbiz, and the business part of this show is hearing a live read from one of our local sponsors, uh, someone who offers a, a service or a product, and we're, we're excited to hear from one of our local sponsors. My producers say that, oh, looks like they've hit the randomizer button again. I have no idea who our sponsor is going to be, but I'm so excited to, to hear from them. So without any further ado, let's hear a word from our sponsor. You're on with Dr. Fix Me. Hi. Are you a young business professional or perhaps uh, a street statue performer or are you just or even a divorced person just looking to get to, to save some time in the morning? Well, then try out the iron toast. Whoa, what's the iron toast? It's a thing that'll it'll help you save time in the morning. You know how you iron your shirts as you should and, 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 and you're making that toast. Well, here's a thing that can do both. What? It peels back the top and goes, and you put a piece of toast underneath it. So the same time you're ironing your, your, your shirt, you're also toasting your toes. Uh-oh, talk about saving some time. And, 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 if, you, and if you order now, it's exactly $10. I, that, that's not a deal. It's $10 regularly, but this, this is a great deal. It'll help you out immensely. It, and, and, and if you like if you like this commercial, then then tune in next week to to where we give tips to how to how to properly drink and drive. We're bad people. <laughs> what we're bad people? Is that your slogan or is that your name brand? Uh, no, we just um, our slogan is we like to be self aware, and it's and and I'll be honest. As soon as I was done with that 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 ad, I realized that we're bad people. But bad wow. people sell. Sex sells and bad people sells. Absolutely they do. So you're selling iron toast. Uh, and is this, uh, this sounds like a very new uh, product. I've never heard of a contraption that can iron a shirt as well as uh, make toast at the same time. It's incredibly new. I haven't sold a single one. Um, I only have one, but I know it's great. And I know I got to start somewhere. I'm a, I'm, I'm a young entrepreneur. I'm, oh, I'm you invented this yourself. There. I did. Oh, yes. fantastic. Well, thank you, entrepreneur. What's it, what is your name? Uh, I am Avery Avery. Oh, Avery Avery. Oh, I see. Oh, well, thank you very much. You know, there was, I thought there may have been a, a, a confusion there amongst our producers. I thought someone had slipped up because I saw, when I saw the name twice, I was like, well, surely there must be a, a typo or a mistake, but Avery Avery. <laughs> that's your, uh... I get that a lot. I, I, am, I, am a, I am a man of efficiency. And I saw that I have a last name, and I just got rid of it. Don't need, don't need it at all. Oh, I see. Twice the Avery. Uh, that's I like it. I like that a lot. The name's so nice. They named it twice. Yes. Or, or you rather named it twice. Okay, that's fantastic. So Avery, Avery, if people want to get uh, this iron toast, this this one product that you have for sale, uh, is this the only product you have for sale? Is this the only one? This is the only thing I'm selling. Oh wow! Okay, and if well, if anyone wants this iron toast, if they want to iron their their clothes as well as their toast at the same time, where can they reach you? I, I I'll be honest. I I keep a low profile. Um, I'm I'm generally out late at night, uh, in just various spots in uh in, in Texas. So various spots in Texas. So it, it, okay. Um, any particular time or place anyone could catch you? Generally, when the sun goes down. So when the sun goes down, you can be seen in somewhere in Texas. Texas is <laughs> yeah, an awful I, large state. Is it any particular city or, or or or? 
section. <laughs> that, that's, I know, I know, I, I know how people are out there on the internet and they'll just find you. So I like to keep things vague. I've been told I'm a lot like a, one, of the, one of those Pokemon from Pokemon Go. You know, you okay. kinda, yeah, yeah, I'll just kind of pop out behind bushes late at night and then that, that's how you get me. Okay, so you are all right. So there's really uh, no uh, expected way to get you. It sounds like people can may have a chance encounter with you, but you really can't plan to meet you. Yeah, I, I really i I meet you. I pop oh, out wow. and I say, "It's your lucky day. Would oh, you like Jesus. to buy an iron toast?" And you better buy that iron toast. <laughs> I'm not a good person. Wow. Okay. So Avery, Avery, and this is uh, Iron Toast is available for the low price of ten dollars. You say exactly ten dollars. Uh, yes. Exactly ten dollars. Okay. Cash, please. Of course. All right. So wow. I got well, a thank you very much for Avery, Avery. Oh, the creamer. You have a question. Go ahead. Yo, what up? I'm the creamer. Um, I was just wondering if I could use an Iron Toast to iron uh, a divorced lady's face and my toast at the same time. Like I said in the in, in the in the ad, it is even for divorced people, it works great. You know, I like uh, I like brains that like to experiment. So more power to you. Awesome, thanks, man. Hey, that mm -hmm. is not awesome. That is not awesome at all. That is definitely not coming from a place of love. But okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. I have a more important question, Avery. Avery, are you single? Oh. Like I said, I like to keep things. You know how people are on the internet, and anyone will scoop you up. And I'm a, I'm, a, I've been told I'm a very scoopable person. So, <laughs> yes, I am single. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay, well, well, I, I don't have ten dollars, but I think we can come to some mutual arrangements that are just going to be fantastic for, for both parties, if you know what I mean. Oh, you would like to buy me? <laughs> um, but we could semantics. Um, but, uh, the main thing is that you need to get out of Texas and you need to come to Los Angeles. Is that going to be an, uh, feasible? Is that doable for you? If, <laughs> if, what if am you I witnessing me... here? What, what's, what's going on here? What am I witnessing here? Is this a sexual transaction? Am I seeing a, am I witnessing a person being purchased? Don't do it, Avery. Stay where you are. She's a rat well, bastard. I... Well, I'm, uh, I'm here. I'm worried about Don. Don, didn't you hear Avery? Avery, he said that he's a bad person. Ethics are so are so subjective. I mean, like I think that that he has a good heart deep down. I would know because that's what I have, and like sense is like. And and furthermore, I have a new space that I'm going to be moving into. I think it's perfect for two people. In fact, I know it's perfect for two people. It's been proven. Um, so, like, I think you just need to. Uh, expand your horizons and come on uh, over to uh, uh, our city. You talked me into it. Wow. Well, thank you, Avery, Avery, for being our sponsor. This is exciting. I'm, I'm glad to see there's a developing relationship between uh, Don the Divorcee uh, and with Avery, Avery. Well, we have to uh, move on to our, our final segment. Uh, just so you know, uh, Jerry and the Creamer and Don the Divorcee, we've had someone listening to this uh, conversation the entire time. Uh, this is an expert in a, in a particular field we're going to learn, uh, but uh, this is someone who's been listening so long so that they can give you specific advice, so that they can help you out, uh, because they're they're in a, you know, like I'm, I'm a jack of all trades. I have a, a little bit of knowledge in a lot of generalized fields, but this person has a lot of knowledge in a very specific field, so they, they can give you more specifically tailored advice. So without any further ado, I'd like to welcome our final guest on the show. Is this, is this correct, producers? Is this, 
All right. I, apparently, I'm told it's just one word. We've got stripes on with Doctor Fix. Fix. Yo, what up, Doctor Fix? Me, what up? They call me. They call me Stripes, the king of the raccoons, man. Oh wow, I see. Yeah, you. I know yeah. the streets. I know the streets. What's up, Jerry? What's up, Creamy? What's up, Dom? Stripes. What's up, you? dude? Wait, you Go know on, my man. guests? Stripes, are, are you in Hollywood? Do you know my guests? Yeah, I live right down O Street. Down O Street dumpster area. I got, I got my raccoons all around me. Give me food, give me corn, give me hungies. Now, I understand that you are... Uh, I, I, you, you seem to be like a furry creature. You're covered in, in, no, in fur. No, no, I'm just hairy. Okay, I, I was gonna ask. I didn't know. I didn't know if you were wearing like a mascot outfit or or nah. an animal costume. No, you just nah. you, you naturally have gray or like silver and black. Uh, uh, hey, I'm getting old. Wow. Been on okay. the streets for sixty five years. You've been on the streets for sixty five years. Yeah. Mm hmm. Stripes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I've been trying to get my friends out on the streets. You know, get get some raccoons. Strikes, it's a pleasure to meet you. And then, you know, you get a good time. Before, wait, get a good time? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Stripes, before we get to your advice, I want to know what your expertise is in. So for our listeners, please. You're an expert. Living on the streets. So your expertise is is just living on the streets for the for the past 65 years. Yeah, I know how to pick a fight. I know how to pick a food. You're saying that you're professionally homeless. Yeah, I read too. Okay, you read. Oh wow, you have the, you have the art of war in your yeah. hands. Wow, oh, you this are... is how I, I was good. My advice: I was just going to give my friends just a couple of advices about how to, you know, you know, this is what I do whenever I have a dumpster dispute. You know, I'm thinking if they, if they try to touch my raccoons, man. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Do do people mm-hmm. try to touch your raccoons? Yeah, they try to touch my raccoons. I don't let them do that. And stripes, you're the king of the raccoons, right? Is that what you said? Are you the self-professed king of the raccoons? I'm the king of the raccoons. Raccoons, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. so stripes, now that we understand your credentials, what uh, advice, uh, what expertise can you give to our uh, our guests here who are stuck? Are or Jerry and the Kramer, as you know, are being evicted from their storage unit? What yeah. advice can you give them? Well, I tell them do this, do this to Don. I did this a couple a couple days ago to Balagog. Um, to who? Balagog. Balagog. Yeah, I hate that sob dude. Can't is it? Is this another homeless person? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has a dumpster down on 25th, next to the uh, Chicos. And you had a dumpster dispute with him? Yeah, we got into it. Okay. Uh, so, so what's your is- advice? This is my, so if we, as Sun Tzu said, uh, if we wish to fight, if we wish to fight, the enemy can be forced to an engagement, even though he'd be sheltered behind a high rampart in a deep ditch, which Balagog was in a ditch. Trust me on that. Okay. And all we need to do is attack some other place that he will be obliged to relieve. So attack somewhere else and then force Don the Divorcee they have to defend that, and when Don's doing that, then you go and ransack their place. I'm just saying, get a bunch of raccoons up in there, they'll tear it to shreds real fast. So just don't touch my raccoons. Stripes, Stripes, is your advice, Your it sounds like your advice is for Jerry and Creamer to attack Don in a way she wouldn't expect. Or attack somewhere else, and then have a diversion attack on her place. Attack somewhere else first so that she'd be distracted and then attack her? Yeah, attack someplace where she has to relieve it 
and then like maybe her street corner attack right there or attack her little kitty cats or something and then you send the raccoons into the storage unit that's what i would do that's old stripes battle right there all right well battle this this plan of attack, this surprise attack, I, I don't think will be as effective as you think, Stripes, because Don is here listening to every word you say. Oh, I know. Oh, he knows. Then why are you promoting a surprise attack if she's going to be here, obviously in on it? She knows the surprise is coming. Oh, as I know Don. I married Don 20 years ago. I know <laughs> Don, all right? And here's oh. the thing. Don is as dumb as a rat, all right? She's as dumb as a brick of rats. That's pretty much what she She's is. as dumb as a brick of rats? I'm, yeah, you stick a bunch of rat brains and you stick them together inside a brick, and that's how dumb she is. Wow. Oh, Stripes, you have not changed. You have not changed at all. You have not changed one bit. That's right, baby. Not one bit. It's funny. Well, that, did, you, did you catch his use of words, force the engagement? So he, he's already tried this attack plan. He attacked me with raccoons. Like literally restoring he raccoons did? at me. And you know well, how yeah. it ended? It ended with us at the altar. All right? Wow. So, yeah, I did. So All right, well, unless Jerry and the Creamer are looking to marry me, which you know what? I might be open to that. But otherwise, I would not suggest Stripe's advice because that is how it ends. Wow. You know what? I... I, I... I, unfortunately, we are coming at the end of our show. We have our, a total time crunch. We have a hard out in a minute and a half uh, due to our constraints with the free Zoom application. Uh, Jerry and the Creamer, you've been given advice by Stripes to attack Don. How does this advice make you feel? Does, is this working at all for you? We've got a plan. I'm going to cream all over her street corner. Oh, Wait, yeah. What? How does that apply? How does? What do, what do you mean? She hates cream. <laughs> oh, just like... Is she lactose intolerant? Yeah. We've got a big bowl of cat cream. All her cats, we milked them. We got the cat cream, and we're, we've got it ready. <laughs> so, so Don has... Don, you do have cats, and they've been milked, you say? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. All right. Well, uh, you know what? This... We're going to have to, uh, we'll do a to, uh, a to be continued. You know what? We're going to, this is so good. This is so intense. I, I, I got to hear the end sure. of the story. So we're going to uh, take a moment to, to pause and, and, and make sure everyone comes back for our, the part two of this episode. So for listeners, you're going to hear a slight bump or something. We'll see you soon. And we're back from that crazy cliffhanger for the listener. You're just jumping right into it. But for the, the, the the show we've all had to uh, all log off Zoom and come right back on. So this is we're in the heat of it now. We're in the thick of it. We've got uh, Jerry and the Creamer. You've just decided on on a, on a revenge plot. It sounds like you're going to use the cream that you've made from Don's cats. You you've, you've made cream from the from the milk of Don's cats. And you you've you're well, how are you going to use this cream as, as revenge per se? And and by the way, Don is here. So if you're going to try to surprise her, just so you know, she's going to be aware of it. Why do you think they call him the creamer? I mean... The surprise creamer. He's known for creaming. Yeah, but I didn't know if that was just like a nickname you give yourself or... or I was, well, yeah, let's talk about that, the creamer. Why are you named thusly? I'm a surprise creamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my trick. Yeah, that uh, name okay. was given by the Hollywood Police Department. <laughs> oh, I see. The Hollywood Police Department gave, called you the creamer. Now, the the creamer, why, uh, but it sounds like you've, you've uh, agreed to this nickname. It sounds like you like this nickname because like, you, you you insist on being called uh, no. thusly. You are who you are. Right? Okay, you're the creamer. Now, when you say the surprise creamer, creamer what do you, do you mean like you, you this is cat's milk that you're throwing at people? Or what, what, do you, what do you mean when you say you're the surprise creamer? Because I'll, I'll tell you from my end, it sounds oddly euphemistic like pussy milk 
Oh, wait, Stripes. Sometimes it's pussy milk. Wait, Sometimes. hold on, hold on. Stripes, what the hell is pussy milk? <laughs> you know I'm tired about milk covering the pussy. Yo, I be making a lot of that. You know what I'm saying, Stripes? Wait, you I make know. this? The Kramer, you're making pussy milk? What I the help produce it. How? <laughs> Look at me. I'm strong. I'm attractive. Look, when I get going, when I get juicing and, and milk just starts, it doesn't stop. When, oh my when the Kramer God. gets all, he starts flexing and gets all oiled up. I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm a cow. Just call me wow. a so and you're gonna able to you're, you're are you saying that you're able to weaponize this cream against Dawn somehow? I still don't understand how that that this would affect Dawn negatively, other than you just spill it on her and make her feel icky for a bit. Well, first of all, it doesn't come out as cream; it comes out as pussy milk, and then we let it curdle for a few days, and it becomes pussy cream. Okay, now hold on. Where where do you where are you getting pussy milk? Where does this come from? I don't understand. What is it? What is pussy milk? It's just the sexual fluids of a very aroused woman such as myself oh wait what you're a woman jerry i'm I so sorry hell because of the beard yeah, <laughs> yeah. well and you're also referring to oh, wait no the the creamer are you a female or male do, do I, I feel I, i'm sorry to ask this but i, I feel like I, I i don't know anymore you're i have no male. judgment you're male yeah so the creamer you're a dude jerry you're a a, a dudette you're a lady Yes, okay. I produce the cream, but Jerry, the, the creamer gets it going, flowing oh. out of me. Okay, all right. You know that. All right, I, I, you know what? I'm. I think I'm not going to ask any more questions about this cr creaming process. I, don't I would think like to make a comment on the cream, <laughs> if that's yes, okay. Great. Stripes, that? I, I hesitate to give you the floor, yeah. but go ahead. Well, as Sun Tzu said, hence a wise general makes a point of foraging on the enemy. One cartload, as I said, catload, one catload of the enemy's provisions is equivalent to one twentieth of one's own. And likewise, a single picule of his provender is equivalent to 20 from one's own store. So essentially, Jerry, don't use your own pussy cream. Use Dawn's. Use now Dawn's pussy cream talking. against her? Yeah. Wait, Stripes, how, what, that one, that, thank you for that excellent read from The Art of War. We really appreciate that. But how, what, how do you expect to get, I can't believe I'm saying this. How do you expect to get Dawn's pussy milk extracted from her? What, what, how, how is that possible? Get my raccoons in there. Get your raccoons in there. Avery comes mm -hmm. into play. Oh, or Avery, yeah. Oh, a oh, Avery Avery comes into play. I see. Now, just so you know, Dawn is hearing all of this. She's not going to be surprised by any of this. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm actually kind of interested in this plan. I'm not going to lie, Dr. Fix Me. It's, it's intriguing. Um, and it's only fair because, let's face it, Stripes is past his prime. He's a long way past getting any milk out of me. Um, you know, the, I know, I know his heart's in it, but the, but the body is weak. Uh, and it's probably time for some fresh blood. So is that why you divorce stripes? Uh, well, that and uh, the raccoons. He would actually use them to brush not only his teeth but my teeth as well. Oh goodness! They're good brushers. They're good before. brushers. Yeah. So, but uh, but we digress. So I, I think if this if this milk plan were going to go forward, I think uh, Avery Avery does have to be a part of it. It's the only way to even physically make it happen. I'll, I'll come clean. Being from Texas, I I do have a background as a dairy farmer. 
Don, I'll, I'll, whatever you have in you, I can get out of it. Wow, Avery, Avery, to the rescue! It sounds like you're. Are you, are you saying that you're willing to to pack up and move from Texas to California? If that, if there, if there is a soul in need, and and it sounds like my soul could bond with this soul, I I, I don't see why not. After all, I am I am a bit of a a milkist, if you will. A milkist. What is a milkist? Uh, it's a person who specializes in um uh, all forms of extracting milk. Oh, the extraction of milk. There's more than one form. Um, it's 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 more of a it's more about a, a technique of getting uh, the milk out. It, milk comes from plenty of different areas. Yeah, I you did can not know that. On it, you can you can blow on it. You can nickel it. You can you can uh, and you get it all you know juicy. And, and did you say nickel? It, you can nickel. Yeah, you can it? nickel it. You take the nickel and you pop it right on the nipple. <laughs> Listen to Stripes. He knows what he's talking about. Baby, he's going to be a good mentor for you. Very yeah. good. Wow. I think you should meet and, and really talk. Don, is that something you might be interested in, getting nickled? Oh, Stripes has nickled me on so many occasions. I've, I, like, if I had a nickel for every time I'd been nickled, uh, I would be definitely not living in a U-Haul uh, unit right now. I can tell you that. Wow. Uh, this is a lot to take in. Jerry and the Creamer, you're in a dire situation here. You're about to be evicted. You've uh, been given uh, advice on the art of war by Stripes on how to attack Don Divorcee using her... Oh, again, I, I, I hate to say this term, but I feel like it, we've been saying it so much, it's kind of... I have to say it now, pussy milk. If you use Don the Divorcee's pussy milk against her, I mean, what what what, what would that do? Uh, honestly, Jerry and the Kramer, what if you if you exact this revenge? What's the best outcome? What do you think? That, what what's the best possible outcome from this? I feel like you're it's you're only all you're gonna do is just make a mess of things, and you'll still be evicted. You'll still be in your same space, the same place, and you won't have accomplished anything. But what do you think, Jerry? Well. I mean, our plan really was to get the pussy milk, freeze it, add sugar, make an ice cream, and start our own pussy ice cream store. Where you we were going to harvest pussy milk? I thought you said you were going to use it against her. How are you, uh, would... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, that's not the end of the plan. We, we're we're going to open up this ice cream shop, right? Oh, yeah. A and then we're going to take the funds to take out an ad in the paper uh, that says that Don is a rat bastard. So you're going to defame Don using a newspaper? Yes. We're also going to steal her business. So. Mm -hmm. And we're going to hit her with a pipe. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait. So you're yeah. going to steal Don's business of, of, uh, uh, of, well, of the cat calendar you're gonna steal the cat calendars mm -hmm. these polaroid made cat calendars and then you're gonna beat her with a pipe what hit her with a pipe you... there's a difference well people Between... only have so much money and they're either gonna spend it on a cat calendar they're gonna spend it on pussy milk made into ice cream and this pussy milk that tastes like ice cream mm, wah, mm, you we... would you would die for it dr fix me we would have all those dollars coming into us what kind of ice cream is it? What? How do you call this ice cream? What is it? What's the call? Is this like a brand name? What do you have a name for it? What? Well, I mean, we got a few things we're tossing around. So it's not a product that's yet on shelves or yet available. It's, it's no, like no, no, the, not yet. We need that sweet, sweet pussy milk first. 
Okay, I see. All right. Well, you know what? I, I feel like we're at an impasse here. And, and, and Stripes, I do appreciate your expertise, but I feel like being uh, limited to, to just the one book and being homeless, your your uh, expertise, while very specific, is a little, I guess, um, out, out of touch, I think. Uh, for, yeah, yeah, you recommended violence against Dawn, and I, I don't think that's going to help uh, bridge the, the gap between Jerry and, and, and the Creamer and Dawn. I feel like this is only going to drive them further apart. I, I feel like they, they may be doomed. Uh, Jerry and the Creamer, if you get evicted, I mean, well, it's not if you get evicted, you are evicted. Are you going to be homeless from now on? What does this mean for you? That's the thing. I was kind of thinking of asking Stripes if we could stay, if he has a dumpster, I guess. that One of his raccoon nests, maybe. Is I got a couple of nests. I, got, I lost a couple of raccoons back in 84. Great. So I, got, I got a nest. I got an open nest. You, you lost a couple of raccoons 35 years ago, and you <laughs> now you have space for them? Okay. Yeah, it was... What, very, what is a raccoon a, nest, by the way? What is, what is a raccoon nest? Oh, uh, just a bunch of hair and cum. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Stripes is very crafty. He actually made a futon using just hair and cum. He's he very good with his hands. He has an Etsy store. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Stripes, do you have an Etsy store? Yeah, that's right. Oh my goodness. You know what? That's that's a, a topic I'd love to discuss on another episode, Stripes. You were a very uh, interesting uh, person. I'd love to learn more about your, your story and where you come from. But for that, we have to wrap up this episode. I, I want to thank my guests, uh, uh, Stripes, for being an ex- excellent expert uh, in homelessness. It sounds like your 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 advice was helpful to a degree. I will admit that. And, and um, I want to thank... Yes, of course. I want to thank uh, Don, the divorcee, for being on our show. Thank you for for allowing us to confront you with this issue, and and you you were absolutely had no problem admitting the truth that you were the reason that they got evicted. All coming from love. All coming from love. Again, I don't know if that if that's true, but I also want to thank Jerry and the Creamer. You're wonderful guests. Uh, thank you for for sharing us this. I guess being vulnerable, I think, is there, there's power in that. There's strength in that, and I commend you for for being vulnerable on this show. And I uh, best of luck to you finding a, a new place uh, while you uh, temporarily stationed in uh, in a stripes raccoon nest. And of course, this episode couldn't be possible without our sponsor, Avery Avery. And if you wanted to reach uh, Avery, of course, it's in any random spot in Texas. Or or would it be California? Probably California. I'm looking forward to milking Dawn. Oh, okay. And with that, I got to say, Jerry and the Creamer, you have been fixed. This has been Dr. Fix Me. Today's episode is performed by Austin Guttery, Danielle Seawright, Steve Gast, Avery Brooks, and Byron Dow. Dr. Fix Me theme song performed by Allison Miller. Enjoy the show? Let us know at drfixmeshow at gmail.com. And while you're at it, rate and review Dr. Fix Me on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio entertainment. Editing, production, direction, and Dr. Fix Me performed by yours truly, Michael Kim Lewis. Thank you for listening. Dawn is as dumb as a rat, all right? She's as dumb as a brick of rats. That's pretty much what she is. She's as dumb as a brick of rats? Yeah, you take a bunch of rat brains and you stick them together inside a brick and that's how dumb she is.